you know, uh, when, when, when people talk about their earliest, earliest memories, um, I envy people most of the time because they tend to be able to talk about memories uh, at the age of three, maybe sometimes two. I hear this a lot. Um, the, uh, the one memory that I'm able to hold very close to me um, that is um, very distinct, full of joy, full of celebration with uh, multitudes of people, um, and I know that it was at a young age because I'm certain it was this movie, um, w- was me in theaters, in a dark, packed theater, and I'm talking feeling like so, so packed, so packed that, uh, um, I mean, it, it, was a, it was as if I had other, other children on me. Um, I, I think I remember even being uncomfortably hot and removing my jacket, uh, being with my family and being in celebration. Uh, maybe the reason why that memory is so vivid is because of the absolute incredible impact uh, of what we are about to speak about today. Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you for the final time of uh, 1990 What presents Home Alone Rewind. And we are discussing a big son of a bitch today. Um, anyway, my name's Michael, and I'm your host. I am your host, Jake Jones. And I'm your host, Adam. Yeah. Um, wow, guys. You know, I, I don't even know if I can do um, a proper enough justice intro for uh, th- this film and the... Uh, uh, I mean... Well, just the mag- the magnitude that that I really I mean I really do think it holds. Um, I would say I did watch it recently, and dude, it was it was so enjoyable. It was so incredibly enjoyable. Still, I would say don't worry about doing it justice. Let's just talk about our thoughts and uh, feelings and memories about this movie. And um, yeah, we'll go through our we'll go through our little list of uh, categories and segments. But um, dude, before we get into all that, I just want to say. For all the listeners out there who might not know, um, dude, kudos to Mike for making that theme music. It it makes me think of the the Wet Bandits and like following like just one of them around, <laughs> and like watching uh, watching Marv like bumble to do some daily tasks like, um, you Thanks. know, get ready in the morning or or, or go shopping. Thanks, man. When yeah. I hear the sound of a tuba, I think of a fat man walking. <laughs> Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, I thought Harry was fat, but he's you know he's really not. Uh, no, he's, he's just wearing a very big coat. Yeah. 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 He he is short though, so he might be stocky. But also, you gotta like you know, as as an observer, you look at it and like, oh, that's Joe Pesci. Wait, have he we told stocky. them what movie we're? Talking I'm gonna about? ask you. Yeah, Jake, I'd like you to tell the people at home what we're gonna talk about tonight. Well, we're talking about a movie wherein an eight-year-old kid was left home alone. But did he burn down the joint? I don't think so. Uh, this movie is called Home Alone, written and produced by John Hughes, directed by Chris Columbus. Yeah, came released out in, in 1990. So l- let me ask you, what were you doing in 1990? I was born in 1990. So when this movie came out, I was a baby. When this movie was made, when they shot this movie, I was in my mom's stomach. Um, nice being a fetus and right. uh That's yeah they shot this movie mostly in february in winnetka illinois 
suburbs of Chicago. Chicago. Nice. Yeah. It's a very Chicago y movie. Yeah. Um a lot of I mean a lot of Christmas movies. Well, I mean two of my favorites at least. Uh, take place in Chicago. John Hughes likes Chicago, man. Yeah, John Hughes, big Chicago guy. Yeah, yeah, no. seems to be. Um, so 1990, um, I was in first grade at Paul Keyes Elementary School in Miss Bass's class. And um, I went to see this movie uh, twice, I, at least, in theaters. And um, on, I believe, the second um a second viewing, and this is this is bad, bad for a kid to uh, to experience. But um, I, I said something aloud in the theater and got a laugh from some audience members. Um, I repeated, That's great, dude. I repeated. Uh, well, two things actually. Two times this happened. Uh, the first one was when when Kate um, McAllister, played by uh, Catherine O'Hara, uh, she says. I hope we didn't forget anything. It's like the plane's about to take off, you know. I said, "You forgot a big bundle of trouble, <laughs> dude." Dude, did you really say that? That's yeah. an incredible line. Yeah, oh and my uh, gosh. and then it shows Kevin with his messy hair, you know. And uh, dude, Adam, that's perfect. As oh. a kid, kids are stupid. <laughs> and then I repeated the line at, at one point. I don't know when in the movie because it says it a few times. Um, Keep the change, you filthy animal. And you know, for for a little kid, you you don't want that lesson. You don't want to like. Sure. If yeah. you're in a theater and a kid says something, and even if you think it's funny, don't laugh because. Yeah, you're teaching him to be disruptive. Yeah, he, no, that's and that's not good theater etiquette. It's not. However, <laughs> I must say, like, on like that's a great line though. You chose well, and I mean. I remember nah, stories of it's hearing. It's kind of hacky, <laughs> what, dude. I, no, dude. I I think for, that's great for for kid material. I guess it's okay. Um, well, well, the <laughs> fact that you said a big bundle of trouble, then cut to Kevin with messy hair. So like yeah. it, it alley ooped you, but it does. Rem- it reminds me of several friends of mine who are now teachers when they were um, student teachers at really bad schools with bad children. Um, they they would often come back and tell me about their day and how they had to cover their mouths because so much of the insults the other kids would say to each other or to them even was very funny <laughs> and very clever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I thought that that was Oh, dude, awesome. some of the little, some of the shitheads that I went to school with all the way up through high school, man, were so funny but so mean to the teacher. Oh, but yeah. so funny at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it's tough. I mean, like, the the biggest thing about, um, yeah, if you can get a laugh from people, like, there's so much, p- like, power that can be abused with with that kind of thing. Like, if you know you can make people laugh, um, oh, man, it can just really go awry. Yeah, this one, one other time when I was still... Uh, a bit of a bit older of a kid. Um, we went and saw the movie Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three oh, in the theater, and I, it was just me and my brother Matt. And um, there's this one point where the time travel device goes awry, and Mikey is like left behind or something like that. 
in April and the turtles are like, Mikey, oh, Mikey. And they say his name like a bunch of times. And then I said, like, really kind of sarcastically, oh, Mikey. And and people <laughs> around me laughed. And yeah, see, so I, I, I learned the wrong lesson yeah, dude, from the you, Home Alone you experience. You kept it going. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, dude, I, I did. Um, um, mine is not as good as yours. I, I've done that too. Um, uh, oh, I, well, I did it. I did it two separate occasions. One of them got well. Both of them got big laughs. The f- one of them got extremely big laughs from the entire theater. But it wasn't during the movie, so it wasn't disruptive. But I went and saw Orange County with some of my friends in high oh, school. Hell yeah! At, at right. the Irving Mall. Catherine and, um, so Love before the movie. movie started, I decided to go to the bathroom. So I walked down the stairs. As I get near the bottom of the stairs, I. I decide to trip and fall on purpose. Oh, I don't know why. I used to do that for dude, laughs. But I did it. Yeah. Dude, it was it was incredible. <laughs> dude, the, dude, the entire theater and it was like almost packed just erupted and I and I walked out with my with my hands out like <laughs> with my fists up and people started clapping and I was uh, like, "Oh, dude, I'm I, I am can picture awesome. it." <laughs> and then um another time I went and saw X-Men. I think it was the first or second X-Men. And during the movie, there is a close-up of Professor Xavier's shoes. And it stays there for way longer than you'd expect. And Uh I just... I was like in the first three or four rows, another packed, huge theater. And I just said... Didn't even try and say it loud. And in fact, I don't even know if I meant to. It just like came out. I just said shoes <laughs> just like that dude <laughs> eruption that's actually it, really funny eruption yeah. like uh yeah no it was um two of my proudest moments other than making people laugh in school but, but like great. those were because in the theater you're not supposed to and then but and when it works and you have like the uh approval of everyone there yeah um it feels really so, good so uh, in one of, in one of the jason Bourne sequels it was like the second or third one he's like there's this really serious scene where jason Bourne's like apologizing to some to like a loved one of some bad guy he killed all right and i just i just lost it i started (laughs) laughing so hard i can picture that for sure (laughs) and i just couldn't stop oh man Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how we got off on this, but. Well, what were you guys doing in 1990? Um, I was, I went and saw this movie. Um, and that honestly, uh, how old would I have been, Adam? Again, I. Well, see, I was in first grade, so you were probably like the year before kindergarten. It was like four or five. Yeah, probably like, yeah. You're probably like just about to turn five. Okay, so um yeah, I mean that's like I said, it's the only memory I had. It's like one of my earliest memories and um it was so great. I just you know, um every time I see this movie, I'm I'm brought back to that moment and I'm just so thankful that it's such a great happy moment. Um and I'm thankful that I kind of get to share it with others cuz I'm sure that there are other kids that have the exact same memory and the exact same experience because of how big this movie uh, was. I mean, it yeah. was huge. This it was, was an enormous success. Yeah, lots um, of lots of box office success for this movie. So, 1990, uh, um, I can't really find any other Christmas movies that came out this year, except for maybe Die Hard 2. Um, oh, yeah. If that counts. But um, 
you know, just some other notable movies that came out this year. Uh, Goodfellas. Oh, yeah. Came out the fall of 1990, right before this movie. Big year for Joe Pesci. Indeed. Uh, Misery. Oh, dude. Great oh, movie. Yeah. Great uh, movie. James er- Can. Yeah. Ernest uh, Goes to Jail. I remember uh, liking the Ernest movies. Me too. Me too. Ernest P. Worrell. Dances with Wolves. Uh, too long. Yeah. Uh, dude, that movie was long. Joe versus the Volcano. Uh, very heard odd movie. I've heard of that. I didn't see it. Um, I haven't seen that. But one. you get to see what Meg Ryan would look like as a brunette with brown eyes. Oh, and you know when I fir- when I watched that movie for the first time like two years ago, I didn't know it was Meg Ryan, and I was like, man, she looks kind of like Meg Ryan. I mm-hmm. felt dumb. Um, Edward Scissorhands. Nah, oh, oh yeah. Huge. Oh, is that a Christmas movie? Kind of. There's cr- yeah, there's some Christmas sure. scenes in it. Why not? I we believe. need some pretty woman. Oh, yeah. Huge, huge Walking movie. down the street. Pretty woman. Just kidding. Um, Days of Thunder. Tom Cruise. Anyway, you get the picture. It was 1990. It so was a good time. Jake, yeah. I don't think we heard what you were doing in 1990. I, did, I oh, said yeah. I was a baby. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was, well, see... When they filmed the movie, I was in my mom's stomach. But by the time the movie came out, I was born. Yeah. So that's what I was doing. What, what are your memories of that year? I <laughs> don't have any. Sorry. I just um, dude, that Christmas. That. Okay, so we were doing one of these, you know, schmaltzy family tradition things one year at, uh, at my sister's Christmas party. And um, we talked about, like, a memorable Christmas gift. And... Um, Matt mentioned my older brother mentioned his his gold bike. He had a he got a bicycle. Oh yeah, had, we like, have footage of this year on and, VHS. Um, my sister Courtney mentioned her her dress up box with a bunch of costume you know stuff inside, and it, it had like this fancy white cat on the box. And I mentioned uh, this the Spider Man vehicle, the Spider Man dragster that I got, and. Um, We've got pictures. These were all the same year, 1990. And uh, so that must have been like an epic Christmas because like all of us who were old enough to make well, memories then. We have that video footage year. of that, that Christmas. Yeah, we sure do. And so our oldest brother, Matt, um, he got this bike. And uh, he, when Matt was younger, he had sort of a country-ish. He had sort of a Texan accent. Real pretty thick. But, none yeah. of, he, but then that went away. But he... You know, he's excited about his bike and he's talking about racing people with it. And he's like, I'm going to beat every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, my dad recorded him going around the block. And so there's like two or three solid minutes of him just waiting for him to come yeah. around the block. <laughs> uh, I won't yeah. beat every one of them. <laughs> yeah, we say that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Well, this that's cool. It's cool that we're talking about this. Uh, this movie came out of the dawn of what we believe to be the greatest decade in the history of mankind. Indeed, yeah. That's what this show is, well, usually about. <coughs> the uh, 90s was yeah. the greatest decade of the 90s. It sure was. You can't <laughs> argue that. Um, no, it was a good decade. I just also, I also have just a lot of memories of, like, the marketing for this movie, like... I I remember being in school and um 
my elementary school was on a pretty busy uh, street, and some of the classrooms had had windows facing out to the street, you know. And I, I would see a uh, a city bus, like a dart bus, drive by with uh, Kevin McAllister with his hands on his yeah cheeks and his mouth open, and um, like I remember when the VHS came out. Um, at Albertsons. Oh, dude, yeah, Albertsons. They had, you know, a, a big stand. And they yeah. also had, like, a bin full of posters that had Kevin's battle plan on it that you could buy. Oh, dude, yes. And, like, I would just look at that thing and study his battle plan. How much those go for on eBay? Dude, I, I bet. I bet not. I bet it's pretty pricey. That would look good hanging in your man cave. Uh, just saying. Oh, man. Um, yeah, give me one and I'll put it up. Um, but yeah, dude, like... Maybe if I draw your name next year. It was everywhere, like, all over. It's huge. We say that a lot, but I mean, you know. This movie is, wasn't... I don't know what the expectations for it were, but uh, like... Yeah, I know, me too. I'm I'm not actually aware of what they really thought would happen. They, they had to do a sequel, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, b- big time, big time stuff. Um... During see during this time, so like late eight, late eighties, early nineties. I mean, technically late eighties is when you know this was the idea was conceived for this. Um, and at that time, it was all about you know wanting to have like a a big movie star, you know, sell your movie. And so they kind of had trouble getting this movie pitched because they're like, we got to bet on a kid, you know. Yeah, but um, boy, did it work. But we'll get into. We'll we'll definitely get into that in a minute. Okay. Uh, let's talk Jingle Bell Rock. Let's talk about the music. This is a huge part of this movie. Is the music? That's John. A lot of people like it. Williams. John Williams. Perfect blend of like yeah. Christmassy but kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah it, it's 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 incredible. It's perfect. Oh, and I just I can just see like the the windy yeah. wreath with the Santa in the middle of it. Power going right out. there, there it is. Yeah. Zooms in on it. Sparks coming out of the power line. Later. John John that Williams is, is able title. to like encapsulate such a journey within yes w- within like really sophisticated melodies. Chris um, Columbus was very pleasantly surprised when John Williams agreed to do the movie. Oh yeah. Uh, um <laughs> Now, this track, is this written by John Williams? Or I thought this was like from the Nutcracker. Yeah, you got, you got some Nutcracker in here. Um, this is 
adapted for yeah. Makes me want to run through the airport. I remember in music class in Freeman Elementary School them playing the Nutcracker for us, and when I heard that, I was like, "This is from Home Alone." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um. Oh yes. My music teacher, Miss Moore. Shout out to her. I think John Williams just wanted to do some Christmas music. That's what I think. I think he had Christmassy ideas in his head for a long time before he finally got to do this. That's just my little theory. I don't know. There's some ET in there. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Jurassic Park. Oh well, that would have come after, so no, I wouldn't have. The dynamics of this is way up and down because that's that's that is that's perfect this one's called scammed by a kindergartner scanned by kindergarten He's not calling the cops from a treehouse. <laughs> Come back here about nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Mom, where are you? <laughs> Let's just quote the whole movie. Called Follow that kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're in the plumbing van. You know, it's funny, when it shows them, like, robbing the neighbors, they're just, like, the stuff they're collecting, it doesn't even look valuable. Dude, it's, it's crap. Just I don't, no, I, I, just I, take I, it all. I've always thought that. Like, dude, you guys are not... I mean, like, wouldn't it be better if, like, don't fill your van with, with bullshit? Well, Harry's motivation is really odd. See, Marv is just an idiot. But Harry has this weird, like, ever since I laid eyes on the house I want, he has yeah. this weird thing with their house. Yeah. Oh, I love the build up here. Dude, this is this is so good. Incredible. Like the reason why that's so great when the camera pans to the church and it's this big like that real build up right yeah. there kind of almost looks like like it, it, it was built inspired by Notre Dame yeah. Notre oh. Dame uh, I said uh, Notre uh, Dame <laughs> Notre Dame uh, yeah, I love how he like hides you know and then the mm-hmm. danger scene yeah yeah this one those guys come back I'll be ready <laughs> it's mm. so good how exciting must it be for a director to hear like a really good score 
You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is going to be, like, this is going to make my movie so much oh, better. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, no. Everybody should know this. Oh, yeah. So this is the same thing. It just started with somewhere in my memory. This is called The House. The Silver Tuna, if you will. I think this is probably what actually plays... um, At the very beginning? Yeah, when like the... uh, when the storm happens. Okay, and uh, I'm gonna get to the part where John Williams is like really like, all right, let's let's hit some of the Christmas classics, like some of my favorite Christmas songs, and do them my way. Nice. This is Oh Holy Night. If I want to hear this song, this is the version I play. Absolutely. Same with Carol and the Bells. I go to the soundtrack. So help me out. At what point in the movie does Kevin decide to go to the church? I believe close to the end. Like yeah, he he kind of doesn't he go there like for refuge? It's Christmas Eve, so he hides uh, in the manger. It's after he talks to Santa, the the Santa guy. Right. Oh, he's feeling lonely. Yeah. He walks by a house and he sees a family, and he goes to church for. Some kind of peace. Yeah, so this is a little out of order. Um, but this is after the Somewhere in My Memory plays, which we'll get to in a, in a couple minutes here. Yeah, this is what he's talking about. Old Man Marley. One of my favorite scenes in the movie when he has that conversation with Old Man Marley. And he convinces him to talk to his estranged son. Call your son. I'm afraid he won't talk to me. I like I like to think that maybe somebody saw that movie and decided to to reach out to somebody. Oh yeah. It happened. No, it happened. That whole subplot with Old Man Marley wasn't actually John Hughes' idea. Uh, Chris Columbus thought of that. My daughter's about your age. Granddaughter. <laughs> it's crazy how, like, um, Oh Holy Night, Carol the Bells, and, like, the songs, the Christmas songs for this movie are just, like, Top tier, my favorite Christmas songs. Like, I love a good old holy night. This one is way up there. Oh, very nice. Here, and uh, 
This is when he's leaving the church. And he hears the clock chime, I think, like seven or something. And he knows he's got to go enact his plan. Mm. That, was, that was pretty epic. Looking meal. <coughs> nice. Okay, hang on. We're gonna go to this one here. Setting the trap. So this actually this starts before the end of Carol of the Bells. Mm-hmm. Wait, so this is when he leaves the church. Yeah, yeah he's, he's home. Now. Yeah, in the movie, they're blended. Like, you right. start with the choir scene. When does he make Carol the Bells? At the end of this. Okay, okay. Yeah. He goes through all those things, yeah. you know, setting his traps and everything. Okay. Uh, then you see the spider yes, I was one just, last I was time. Just gonna uh, say. You cut to the dining room table. Yeah. The spider was just like, just kind of hanging out. He's just there. He's not yeah. bothering you. He's not like trying to get Kevin or anything. He's just like, yeah, man, it's just kind of roaming around. Usually I'm in a box. Dude, those last, <laughs> dude. Oh man, it's incredible. It's it's really just it's so perfect. It's stupid how good it is. Yeah, it's uh, stupid. It's, <laughs> it, it's it is. It's quite retarded. <laughs> so this is after Kevin talks to uh, Santa. Right, he misses his. He's family. sad. This is before the church. Yeah, is he watching Johnny Carson? 
No, no, no. He's walking. That's earlier. <laughs> yeah. He's walking down the street <laughs> and um, watching families like meet together for Christmas oh, Eve yeah. celebration. Yeah. Have you guys ever um, kind of missed missed Christmas? Like been somewhere without your family? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Two years in a row. That's. Uh, this is. Um, yeah, I, d- I did that once. Um, it was a tough time, man. Just going through yeah. a hard time. And I remember telling my mom, um, uh, she was like, well, do you want us to book you a flight home? And I was just like, not really. I, I just, I think I just need to be alone. Boy, was that a mistake. <laughs> it, it was a horrible mistake because that's what I saw. And um, Dude, yeah, it was just like, it, ladies and gentlemen, if you're ever thinking of doing that, don't do it. Don't, don't do that. It, it's, it's. You will not be happy. During during that scene that the last track was playing, when he's looking at that house, you know, in, in the window and sees them, like there's a really cool like, like um, the shot of Kevin looking at the house, you know, where the camera just like lingers on him looking at it, and it's really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're getting into the Wet Bandits music. Yeah, this is the attack on the house. We'll listen to a bit more of this, and then we're going to play a couple of non-John Williams songs. We know that you're in there. And that you're all alone. The little jerk is armed. <laughs> oh, I like these l- the little silly things, too, that are played here, like... So this could be like, this could be in Star Wars, like yeah. No, so yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it was, you know, knowing like this know, is the Ewoks. So yeah, exactly, something like that. Oh, I'm sorry, Jake. What were you saying? You just, just that Joe Pesci. You know, it was really hard for him not to cuss, so he kind of came up with this sort of like little language almost, like, yeah, where he would just, you know, just be like, shut him, fetch him, shut him, fetch him, fetch him, shut him. You know, just like barely getting out of his teeth. Like he actually does it a lot more in the second film. Uh huh. Um, he really only does it after he gets his head and or hand burned. He dips in the snow, or when he gets a a BB gun to the groin. Yeah, that one's cool because it like wasn't even. It's not even like a clever trap. It's just shooting him in the balls. All right, so um, what do we have here? This is when Kevin is in the bathroom, getting ready to go out on the town, pick up a toothbrush because obviously uh, the his drifters toothbrush is packed. Yeah, the drifters with White Christmas. I love this version. This is my favorite version. This of is White there, Christmas. There is no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Home Alone does with this song. Christmas I hate what the Santa Claus does with this song. Like the ones I Santa Claus keeps know. playing it, the beginning of it, like three or four Where times, like on Christmas Eve when Tim Allen's out with his kid. Like they go somewhere else and start. I'm like, what? damn it, that's not. That's a aggravates me. Yeah. Uh, I see that. 
So, uh, my brother Andrew, <laughs> he told me, like, last year, I think it was, he's like, hey, you know what I did? He's like, I, I listened to this, he sent me this song, he's like, I listened to this while I was shaving this morning. Like, Kevin on home. That's Okay, so here's the thing that's confused me. So, like, I get that aftershave burns, right? I've used it before. But, like, did Kevin actually shave his face? Because, like, if he didn't, it wouldn't burn. So I listened to the um, the commentary with uh, Chris Columbus and yeah, Mac, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. And, uh, no, it's just... So it's just kind of silly. But how, yeah. does, how does Kev know to scream if he didn't actually shave? Or did he? No, he, I don't believe he did. Um, they, they were talking about it like he hadn't, you know. Uh, so, I mean, you know, it's just like maybe it, it's really strong and it really just yeah. like gets in there and wants you to peel your so face off. He wasn't <laughs> supposed to hold his hand there like that. He, he was just supposed to like, you know, dab his face. But... But you know he he held it there, and they thought it was really cute and funny. Yeah, little kitty. So they kept, and it it really caught on. Like I remember kids like, you know, doing that at school and stuff. Like you know, yeah. The there was a uh, the, a thing in Cub Scouts. You you do different cheers in Cub Scouts sometimes. And in this uh, this one cheer was the the Home Alone cheer, and you would you would act like you were putting aftershave on your face and do the scream. <laughs> How annoying! Nice, <laughs> bunch of little eight-year-olds yeah. Oh, yeah. screaming for sure. Mike, were you a, a Cub Scout? Scouts. Uh, yeah, yeah. For oh. not that long. Mm, first through eight, uh, first through third grade. Wow, yeah, that nice. was it. Nice, cool, man. I didn't know you were ever in Scouts. Yeah, I hold the record for the most um, silver stars. Oh. Heck yeah! Oh, yeah, right. they had the, they turned me over and cause they, you had you had to get them pinned when you're upside down. Oh yeah, okay. And um, I remember like um, here's the thing though, and I'll admit it here tonight. Um, the I didn't even know I was gonna win that many. They, they have these little booklets that they give you like workbooks. My dad got really into it and did like the entire book. So when we went to the next meeting and it was like a whole. A bunch, not just the school that I was going to, but a bunch of them. And the main guy was up there, and he's like, all right, so now we got Michael. He's got three golds and seven silvers. And everybody was like, oh, my <laughs> God. And, and, and I was like, what? And I looked at my dad, and he was, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm not joking. It's because of all the work that he did. <laughs> I didn't do any oh, of that's it. That's great. But I got all the credits, so that's cool. Yeah. It's not really about the kids. Jason Eagle Scout, dude, awesome man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that. You did? You sure did. I didn't get that far, just about, but didn't ever do a project and stuff. So I'm a life scout. You were busy having like a social life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, a little bit, but you know. (laughs) That's that's cool, man. That's good. Good for you. Bells will be ringing. Very good song. The glad, glad news. Not the, not as good oh, as the Eagles. Oh, what a Christmas! But 
great good version. Oh, you mean like Don Henley singing it? Yeah, yeah, the great Don Henley. Great man. Great guy. Chill, man. I'd, I'd like to chill with him. Yeah. I hear he's good to work with. Like, he's a good, like, loving guy. And he's not greedy. Yeah. Close the book on that subject because that is all so this is a Charles Brown. <laughs> sure, guys. Oh, did you did you have any thoughts on that? Like, sure, yeah, I'll speak on that when the song is over. <laughs> you want me to cue up the Eagles version for that? We could, you could you could play that. Like to play it. Friends and relations. I'm not 100% sure this is the exact version for the movie. Um, it doesn't quite sound like it is to me. What do you think? I think it is, but I don't think it gets this far into the song. Maybe that's it. Maybe we've gone too long. That's why I'm fading it down. I enjoy the voice of that pretentious beast, uh, Don Henley. Um, I think that the version that uh, of that song that he sings on is great. It's probably my favorite version of it. Yep, here we go with this different key. Bells will be ringing. This sad, sad oh, this is sad news, not glad news. Oh, what a Christmas! This is the emo version. To have the I don't think that word was around yet. Well, the word emotional has been around for a long time. That's what it's based I on. Have no but the shortened version, you're right. The, the Once again, Do you think Glenn and Don sat around saying, let's make this like really emotional? <laughs> Honestly, I could, I could see um, Don saying Christmas that. I don't know about Glenn. For a long time, I thought this was the version of the movie. I did too, yeah. Not for Christmas, but it ain't. By New Year's night, friends and relations. Yeah, glad we're all in agreement. Great uh, No, 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 we're not in agreement. He is a I horrible. Like he's, a, he's a piece of shit. His oh. house deserves to burn down while he's in it. In fact, I hope that happens. Oh, it's Christmas, I, Mike. I, I'm wait, I, I mean, how many more great comedians? No, 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 wait. This is Christmas, the season of perpetual hope. <laughs> Am I peeking? <laughs> that entire section. <laughs> That's funny, though. I like. Sorry your, for our headphone uh, listeners uh, out there. <laughs> I like your uh, shout-out to that part in the film. I'd like to apologize on behalf of my brother for <laughs> yelling. Adam blows out y'all's ears. That's fine. That's fine. Um, no, nah, man. Uh, yeah, so that's the music. Good stuff. So what is up with that kid? We have our star, Macaulay Culkin, in this movie. Um, not his first movie. Not his first rodeo. He was in Uncle Buck. John Hughes movie. Mm-hmm. Great, great movie. Great movie. John yeah. Candy. 
a fantastic film. Wonderful. Yeah, it's awesome. Really good scene where Macaulay Culkin really funny is in interrogating John yes, Candy's dude, character, I love Uncle that. Buck. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah, John Hughes likes that sort of funny like interrogation because he gets interrogated by the lady at the grocery store. That's right. And he holds up pretty well to it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that um, was improvised as well. But yeah, Kevin in this movie, he threads this he threads the needle. He has this balance of being like, you know, a sarcastic little smart ass, but he's still a good kid deep down, you know? Kinda has that like Bart Simpson thing going on. When I was watching this, um dude, I think I watched this three times to prepare for this. Um once with uh with Miles when he was homesick from something uh, that he couldn't go to because he had the flu last oh, week. Poor buddy. Um, once with, uh, I kind of just listened to it at work um, like it was a podcast. I listened to the uh, the commentary track, like I was saying earlier, and um, uh, put it on for the kids today again. And, and this time I was watching it, I was just struck that um, his sister, when they're, when the family's in France, is talking to Buzz when he does the A2D thing, you know, his, his list of reasons he's not worried about Kevin. Oh, um, yeah. She says, but he's just so helpless. <laughs> and I was like, man, that is crazy that they put that in the movie because, like, that is the one thing they don't want you to think about Kevin. Like, because he is, he's resourceful and he's uh, ready for anything. And, like, he's not helpless. Like, there might be some things he can't do or, like, doesn't, hasn't learned to do yet. Like, pack my suitcase. So, I think I know why they put that in there. Because Kevin, you're supposed to think he's misunderstood, which he is, kind of. Because when you're a younger sibling or a little kid in general... You you feel like misunderstood, like nobody thinks you can do shit sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm, and so it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I've thought that about my younger siblings then, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know I don't I, I, I can't relate, Jake, but but I will listen to you. And so then later in the movie he takes on this like, Okay, I'm the man of the house. So he's like, I'm gonna wash my crevices and go shopping and <laughs> be a man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so he has oh, that yeah. motivation because everybody dumps on him. You know, he's on the one that always gets dumped on or crapped on. He does say that. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't get any cheese pizza. That's exactly. Fat brother stuffed his face. (laughs) The way, (laughs) the way Buzz can use his fingers on one hand to (laughs) shove that slice into his mouth and still chew, and then seconds later he's talking to Kevin. Yeah. With like a whole slice of pizza. He's a champ. (laughs) That's that's where I I learned from the best man. Inspired the performance inspired me. Yeah. 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 That that was that was awesome. <laughs> Man. So so the cost of pizza um you know so little Nero's ties 12 bucks. Little Nero's pizza is kind of based off of, you know, Little Caesars. And so um you know the the price of pizza has gone up, but not that much. I mean, you know, 12 12 bucks for I don't know, medium to large pizza is pretty... That's that's standard. Median. Yeah. Although, you know, some of them had toppings and some of them didn't. Not to split hairs here, but, you know. Uh, you know, like you know onions and It's not a bad deal, you know. You know, I mean, for that much pizza, it's, it's, not, yeah. it's not a terrible yeah. bill. She's like, for pizza? 
I mean, Uncle Frank's still not paying for it. Oh, yeah, no. He doesn't pay for anything. <laughs> that he doesn't absolutely have to. Oh, it's my brother's house. To. He'll pay for it. Yeah, dude, no. <laughs> uh, he's, he's, he's so wonderfully terrible. Terrible. I love the. I love how, uh, you know, I love how beautiful the white privilege is that there's a cop just, like, standing in the doorway and nobody cares. It was like, oh, there's a cop. Yeah. It's not my yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. And then one of the guys like throws a duffel bag at him. Bombs away. <laughs> and he says bomb. Is it is it Jeff? Yes, it's that the, is it's Jeff. The red, the yeah, uh, the yeah Pete and Pete. Um, yep. Oh, dude. Yep. Yeah. Same kid. Oh, the my kid gosh. You're right. The older, yeah. the older Pete. Kevin, you're such a disease. That yeah. guy. I um, love that guy. I love Pete. Doesn't get Pete. a lot of screen time in, in either uh, Home Alone 1 or 2, but, you know, you feel him. You feel his presence. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Pete and Pete must have been definitely Short, after Shortly after, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. a couple years. Oh, dude, Pete and Pete, man. Incredible mm. show. Fun stuff. Oh, man, it's been so long since I watched any of that, but... Artie, the strongest man in the world. I know, and, and he's like terribly thin. The episode. <laughs> <laughs> Nickelodeon Dude. couldn't shell out for like a bodybuilder to. <laughs> well, I think that's what makes it funny. Like, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. he's deranged. He's he's like uh, got some and mental he, issues. He likes the smell of t- uh, tires. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like, if you want, if you want to um, get Artie man? to help you, just like. In Get some air out of your tire a little bit, and he ought to, he should come running. Um, man, the episode where they're like longing for the ice cream man, the, the Mr. Swirly, I believe. You remember that? Man, I don't yeah. remember that. The, the I don't one remember the show as much as you guys do. Sorry to cut you off, Mike. Oh, no. Uh, but I do remember my, my friend Max Savage. Yeah, dude, and, Andrew and Max loved Quite Pete and Pete. They. Yeah. Very much. I mean, like, probably know more about. I that remember show it than having anybody. like kind of like uh, like a like ironic kind of vibe, like ironic humor for sure. Very yeah. like it's really it's it's very hipster. Yeah. But but you know like you could say that yeah. But but like back back when didn't that was ki- like something great. And, didn't and the kid have a tattoo on his arm? Uh, yeah, the Pete younger Pete Petunia. had a yeah on his forearm. It's like a mermaid, and he, he would make her dance. Yeah, like flexes. Um, <laughs> what, what? All right, there are two episodes that I really remembered. The first one is um, the one where uh, they're on a road trip and they have to stack the stuff on the top of the car, and they're um, they're driving neck and neck with another. Um, uh-huh. uh, w- station wagon that has the license plate that the dad wanted yes he, he wanted a license pl- a vanity plate that said king of the road king of the road yeah. and his looks more like it says king of fraud yeah and uh he's he's jealous of of the guy the guy who has the license plate he wants they're on like competing vacations you know mm-hmm. yeah and as they're driving they're stacking up their luggage on top of of the station wagon while it's driving to see who can get there and as it looks like the the king of the road guy is going to win um older Pete who was in home alone is looking at the girl who he has a crush on who's the daughter of nice. the uh, opposing father <laughs> and he's looking at her and he's just like like he thinks like she thinks oh um we've won it's it's okay. I guess you like me, but then Pete, as he's looking at the girl, decides, "Nah, man, I'm doing this shit for my family." And he takes his shirt off, and now 
the Pete and Pete family, they're taking off clothes they can afford to lose, yeah. and they stack their clothes <laughs> on top of the luggage, and then they finally they take a shoe and they put it straight upward, and they win the. Uh, like there's a scene of both station wagons driving and their like clothes pile has made it to where they they win the mountain contest <laughs> making Pete and Pete's dad the real king of the road. Yes. No, I re- you remember that one? Yeah. yeah the only one I remember is there's some kind of thing where somebody's like a perfectionist and he eats barbecue food <laughs> but he eats it really neatly and they're like, "Well, that's not perfect cuz barbecue's supposed to be messy." And so like they that's how they I think I remember that. <laughs> the other one I remember is when they try to stay up for the longest record of like nights staying up. And like when Artie, Artie's like, he's like listening or like, uh, no, he's not listening to music, but like by like, okay, so they have to make it to, I think eight nights, I think was in the episode. Jeez. Artie makes it to seven and he's like running down the street and he's like slowing down. <laughs> like he's running out of batteries and then finally just like stops and falls over. Um, Pete, young Pete makes it the longest, but he starts to go delirious and like is like hallucinating and um, finally I think just collapses and sleeps and none of them, none of yeah. them make it. Sounds very familiar. Dude, uh, this there's a connection to our previous Rewind series, Halloween Rewind. I okay. almost said it wrong. It's hard to say. Um, because Artie, the strongest man in the world, is... Um, Jamie Lee Curtis's son-in-law in uh, 2018 Halloween. Um, you know, Judy Greer's husband. Ray. Uh, the guy mm. that got peanut butter on his penis. Remember that? You look like you don't remember this guy, Mike. Um, he's killed by Michael Myers at Lori's house. Oh! Oh yeah! He like folds his body up and puts in him in a closet. Halloween. Oh wow! Oh okay, I got you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All yeah. Right. That's Hardy, nice. the strongest man in the world. Well, not 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 in that film. He wasn't. <laughs> so yeah, welcome to a uh, Pete and Pete Rewind, dude. <laughs> I, I I think it's amazing when we go on these tangents. And dude, that's awesome because Pete Pete is like a landmark '90s Nickelodeon show. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the theme song too. It was so, like, not not. I mean, like, it is. It it was so like something that the savages would like. The sound (laughs) of that song. I was like, yeah, dude. Andrew and Max, (laughs) they love this stuff. Yeah. I mean, so did everybody. I mean, I loved it too. But no, those two were very, very much into Pete and Pete. Big that, and I think like Boy Meets World. They were like obsessed with that. they just would get really into certain shows and just be way more into them than anyone else. So yeah, so you've got a Jupiter or Thor is perfect. This is a we need Polaris. Dude, hey Sandy, this is the theme song the for Titan. Pete. Will be even better. They shouldn't have canceled Navajo. Wait till you see our submarines with Polaris. Attention all personnel, this is CVTS. Space vehicle pre-count operations will start on my mark at five, four, three, two. This is the intro. Music. Here we go. It's not a strange. You look good happily near it. I'll give you a Yeah, very, very hipster. Well, have you good, good call. No, it, it is. Listen. 
Incredible. Clarissa explains it all. All that. Oh yeah. Um, salute uh, your shorts. Rug salute rats. your shorts. Dude, salute your shorts. Wild and crazy kids. Dude, yes. Um, Guts. Uh, are you afraid of the dark? Oh, absolutely. Dude, no man. Nineties Nickelodeon. That is where like children of the nineties got their like insane creativity. Ren and Stimpy. I mean, dude. Yeah. Like uh, the reason why so many of us are so mindless. And really, relatively insane is because that we were fed that like it was just, it was okay. It was okay to this like. This is what pop culture is. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy. They would like tear, tear their flesh off, and then there would be like this weird close up of <laughs> a cartoon close up of the scab. And a completely different like. Yeah, it's like festering, style. and there's like, there's like. Dude, uh, SpongeBob would do that. Yeah. yeah, SpongeBob, yes, does. Dude, SpongeBob they, is a total. They would um, like nod to that. Show something like, and all of a sudden, the the animation's like really detailed. <laughs> yeah, and and it's yeah. like gross. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Sponge- was very the, gross. I, I've actually wanted to sit down and watch SpongeBob just because of the things I've seen. I, they've been like, oh, <laughs> I want to ever- watch it just because of Orange County. The way Jack Black is just <laughs> slapping it, dude, dude. and it's not even doing like a funny part either. He's, He's just, just like, like <laughs> yeah, ga- uh, Gary. Gary's like, uh, his like eyeballs are like hitting each other. <laughs> it's just laughing at that. Like, yeah, dude. I, I actually do kind of want to go and explore that show. Yeah, I think sure. I think it's something I would enjoy. So yeah, the McAllister homes is packed wall to wall. They're eating pizza. Everything looks like Christmas. Um, now it's here's all my thing. I feel like if I was gonna try to case out a neighborhood and get the, you know, just kind of get the some information, I would probably try to be some kind of salesman. Because uh, I think impersonating a cop, I feel like that draws attention. A it's an too extra much felony. To you. Yeah, yeah, that's like it is. It's a big charge. So uh, it's a huge charge. Um, I would just act like I was selling alarms or something, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, there's the big thing with spilling all the milk all over the counter, and uh, something my sister actually pointed me this out to me recently. You actually see when they're like throwing all the stuff in the trash, you see Kevin's ticket or something. It yes. says Kevin's name on yeah, it. Yeah, it's his boarding pass. Which yeah. which is why that wouldn't have come up at the airport. Yeah. You know? And I that kind of blew my mind because I never saw that. It's like a really oh, small dude. detail. Yeah, I just told her yeah. about that that yeah. night that they came over and watched Polar Express. I was, yeah. I didn't think of that either. Wow. Yeah, it says Kevin's name on it and uh, it gets thrown in with all yeah. these. So when they leave the house, napkins. They, they, they count him because that other annoying kid's there. You know, yeah, the movie does a some really good job. That four wheel drive. <laughs> yeah, the movie does a really good job and spends Gee quite a bit kid, of time. I don't know. On hit like the road. Explaining the reasons why this is possible, why this could happen, and uh, you know all these things in the first act that set this this up, just I think are really in, yeah. Them you know, leaving inspired. him is actually realistic. Yeah. Now them he's on the not being floor. able to get a hold of him, you know. Well, That's the phones are out through the holidays. You know, Ma Bell is uh, trying to get it all put back together, but. That's true. Th- that guy looked like Mario. 
Yeah. <laughs> telling you that. The mustache. Yeah, live action Mario. And I love how I love how much Catherine O'Hara doesn't give a crap about him. No, she's like, okay, so, all right. Yeah, let me. Well, got to get out of here. I mean, <laughs> see, yeah, that's realistic because, like, um, e- even even pre nine eleven, like you have to get to the airport yeah, early. Yeah. You absolutely. Ha- you've always had to get there early. And yeah. dude, there, there, this is an overseas flight. You you do not yeah. want to. And miss it's it. just so if funny how it, it's so funny how that electrician cable guy is like trying to talk to her, and she's like. Just like does uh, not yeah, no. care. I gotta get on this <laughs> yeah, shuttle okay. right now. We gotta leave. Yeah, yeah no, because yeah, the shuttles are there too. They they're they're like oh, they're outside, ready for you. Okay, so I have a question for you guys. Who do you think is the breadwinner, Peter or Kate McAllister? My brother and I actually discussed this last year. He looked it up while we were um, watching the film. It is believed that um, Kate is. Um, a fashion designer because of all the mannequins right. in the house. and um, Peter is um, he works in finance it's likely very specific they were like he's probably a day trader so they're both they're both bringing in that makes a sense a lot of money because here's my thing is I can totally see her as a late 80s early 90s working woman she like has like a yeah. blazer on yep you know, she's kind of not mean, but short, you know, just like I'm busy. No, she's in like, demand. I yeah, can yeah. totally mm-hmm. see her in an office telling people what to do. Whereas um, Peter is more laid back. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he doesn't do anything, but like he's a little bit more chill and laid mm-hmm. back. And she's more like. Well, also, you see that like so Frank sees his brother as. Oh, yeah. Financially, he's got it. He's got everything. Like, well, <laughs> I believe that the third brother. The one they're going to see in France is even more wealthy. Yeah, because yeah. he's the one that's actually paying for their. He's vacation. got a place in New York. He's got a place in Paris, is, which is another thing that, that I didn't know to figure out until recently, which yeah. makes the trip make more sense. Yeah, his brother has gifted them all this this trip. Um, I, you know, I'm sure they had a lot of expenses uh, tied in with it, like yeah. you know, uh, Frank's family's coming from Ohio to Chicago to get there, you know, and stuff, but. And Frank probably didn't even pay for the shrimp. Yeah. No, no, no. He can't he even stole pitch the in shrimp. for the pizza. So okay, so then Peter's <laughs> old brother. I don't know what he. Um, we we didn't we didn't know about that, but yeah, yeah. he looked up. We what don't know what Kate Rob does. Do. Yeah, Rob. Yeah. I don't know. Rob McAllister. He's, He's kind of Rob's people. It's right there in his name. Yeah. Yeah. No, the McAllisters are a successful family. So sure. I every time I watch this movie, you know, just. I love all the witty crap of everybody just being like the kids just being like smart Alex towards each other, you know, and being mean to Kevin and yeah. and the whole thing with, with buzz and his room. Yeah. 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 And like, you know, and, and I've made this point on this podcast before actually, but like everybody always talks about the slapstick being the funny part of this movie. But, like, the movie's funny all the way through. It is. It's funny all the way through. The slapstick's great. I'm not above it. But, like, some of the one-liners and just just the witty dialogue is so good, you know? Mm-hmm. And I always, whenever I watch this movie, and maybe you'll remember, because I'm too young, I always think, man, the theater crowds must have been dying laughing. Dude. Throughout this whole movie. Yeah. I, I, I remember it. I actually... It must have been a riot. I, I remember... um. I remember, like, yeah, I do, like, recall 
just noise and not not like disruptive noise but like yeah, no, yeah. i mean we were there was always like a reaction i mean it, almost all the time all the time because i just remember it i remember it being so crowded and noisy but it but it was more of like interaction with the movie raucous laughter yeah, yeah yeah oh dude it was it was it was one hell of a thing yeah Man, sometimes I'm jealous of you guys because you're a couple years older than me. And you remember more of the '90s than I do. Um, yeah, well, you know, but uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, bet it, I bet it was a good time. That's why we just started doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's it's great when when you know there's a fun energy in a movie theater. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people yeah. don't like it when people cheer and stuff, and I get it. But like, I kind of think it's fun when there's this energy. You know, it's, yeah, so it's, it's, it's so it's much community. better than like just silent stoic like when i saw the last jedi um in 2017 i was with my dad and my brother-in-law and like it was a very high school heavy theater and like (laughs) it was like a madhouse dude like it was it was kind of annoying a little bit but it was also kind of fun just how you know people were cheering so much (laughs) um but anyways yeah i digress um yeah this movie's hilarious it is and uh so so one cool thing i kind of like about you know this movie is is uh i feel like some things are exaggerated from kevin's point of view so like one scene in particular that's kind of creepy is is when he's in the drugstore and marley comes in and like you know, he steps in with these big giant boots, and and the way he looks at Kevin, because yeah. I was talking about this with Adam one time. I was like, okay, dude, he's looking at Kevin like he wants to freaking murder him, yeah, like yeah. immediately. But the thing is, that could that's exaggerated from his point of view. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. He probably wasn't looking at him like that. Yeah, no, like not the, at all. the the thing in the basement, the uh, the furnace in the basement mm-hmm. is exaggerated. From and his also. Point of view. After the pizza incident, when everybody's just glaring at him, when the camera guns around the room and everybody's just staring at him, I think that may might be exaggerated too. Probably, but it's kind of yeah, ambiguous. It's a very good point. It's a good point. Yes, yeah. totally. And so it's like, well, and it's even further exaggerated later when he's, you know, I'm gonna feed you to my tarantula, you know, <laughs> 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 you know, and it's like obviously exaggerated yeah. at that point, you know, when when it shows like the floating. Heads like, mm-hmm. did, there are 15 sure. people in this house and it's like she didn't say it like that yeah yeah oh yeah it's true Every, everybody's everybody's line is is delivered different that's true yeah 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 it's a different reading yeah i, I remember my chill. mom my mom brought that up i think um it wasn't when we first saw it it was like i remember i was like maybe watching it on vhs and um with 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 the family, I and mean, we probably watch it around the holidays <laughs> we, we're probably going to do that tomorrow and i love how uncle frank's is like it's even like quieter. Like oh, he's like, look what you did, like, you little. Because he yells it earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. but when he says it in this memory, he's like, he's like almost whispering. The whole time too, <laughs> watching this, I, I I keep looking at Peter. Like, dude, are you gonna check your brother? Uh, like, yeah, what's dude? Like, what what are you doing, man? Like, yeah, Peter's very. He, He's very back. passive. He's like, oh, we didn't forget anything. Oh, whatever. Hey, did you get some eggnog or something like that? Which <laughs> do, does, it, it, it does make me think like, yeah, I bet he does make a lot of money. Eggnog. And he's just like kind of good at it because. Yeah, he probably works like from like 11 to 3. 
Well, if he's a day trader, he, he only works like two hours a day, and that's it. Mm. If that's true, and it's because like that's all you need. It's you know, it probably takes naps and just counts as money. It's a great life. So I love the scene. Okay, first of all, I love the whole thing with Buzz and how like you know he doesn't let Kevin come in his room. Yeah, and he's just this like. She know how to knock Plimwad. He's just this like tough, like older brother who's a punk, and yeah. he kind of reminds me of my <laughs> oldest brother. Not at that a lot different at that age. Our <laughs> oldest brother Matt. Oh yeah, um, that's awesome. And I just remember thinking Matt's room was so cool. Like he had this Model F fourteen, and uh-huh. we were only allowed in there sometimes, and it was a privilege. And yeah. like, it's just that's so cool. it's funny accurate. How, like you know? yeah. Who who was who was um, always favored from by Matt? Uh, probably Adam, just because he was older. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, because I mean, I was m- much younger, and yeah, so I was more like Kevin, and Adam was like the but Adam was like the the nerdy cousin, who's like <laughs> the tarantula. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> So you're, you're, he was you're going in like realm. not in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was his name? I, uh, I don't know if you know that kid's name. Oh, I. I, I, a, I had French a family babes map. Don't shave their, she was it shra- shave their pits. Uh-huh. Got new beaches. <laughs> not in the winter. Oh uh, yeah, no, that's a great exchange. And uh, I also love um, Buzz's immediate delivery of. Kevin, I wouldn't let you sleep in the bed with me if you were growing on my ass. Like his the intensity, <laughs> the way he yeah, dude. It. Dude, yeah. I I was like, dude, that is that's that that what, dude? This is incredible. That was an amazing delivery. It was great. The dialogue is incredible. Um, and then the the way that he tells the story. His name's Rod Rod McAllister. He's his cousin. I have the whole family map right here. Oh, it's nice. Fuller's older, Fuller's older brother. Yeah. Oh, Fuller. Yeah. Oh, God. What's the girl's name? The The girl that looks just like Fuller. Oh, yeah. Um, Brooke. Dude, Brooke me- McAllister. Me- remember when... And ha- then their uh, sister, Sandra, and Tracy is the oldest. Harry's talking to... um, was, uh, Brooke is her name? Brooke yes. and Fuller? Yes. Like, and she's Fuller. like, yeah. You guys, you, you, you going out of town? That's nice. Where are you going? And they're just they're like just staring, staring up at him. him. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> that was, that that's was, such yeah. a... John Husey thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's a I just had this bewildering conversation with these kids. I gotta put it in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, that was awesome. I loved it. What? What's the? All uh, kids, no parents. Probably a fancy orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's funny. And he's just standing there. He's like, and when they finally oh. figures out that they're going out of town, he's just like, excellent. Excellent. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, like, uh, uh, you you got it. You you really should think too at this time. Like, when was the last time an, a cop came into your house and really you think he's gonna go door to door and talk to them about every uh, talk to every neighbor about this? Yeah. Like, uh, again, Peter, yeah. dude, you didn't. We're just going this, home to home and seeing who's leaving town and who's it, not. It just goes and, uh, over his head, and and I just gotta think, like, man. 
uh, there's there's a lot of questions you're not asking yourself this evening at yeah. all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe yeah. it is the stress of. Uh, He's got a lot on his plate, you know. They've so got an international flight in the morning. So okay, so I I think we've all heard some of the fan theories surrounding this movie that uh, Peter McAllister may have been like a mob lawyer, um, and that you know he had a large sum of money in the house, and that maybe Harry knew about that. Um, mm. somehow, but because of his mob connections, right? But that he didn't tell Marv, you know, because Marv's an idiot and he's a blabbermouth, uh-huh, right? uh-huh, okay. and so that because some people say, well, well, you know, what about Marv? But you know, maybe Harry knows about the money and Marv doesn't. I don't know. You know, it, it, that is an interesting theory. Very interesting. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah, Mark. I've heard rumor that an earlier versions of the script had something to do with like Frank having some kind of connection to Harry and Marv <laughs> and being involved, well, and that he's like a bad guy. I don't know. Frank I don't know if that's actual really. villain, not just a jerky uncle. Right. That'd um, be cool. Well, that would make sense if 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 we believe in the timeline where him and Kate are divorced, and he goes after some young. Like rich girl with a smart house in the what is it Home Alone Four? Oh yeah, you watched Jacob. Yeah, Yeah. man, I can't believe they made that movie. Well, I mean that makes sense because like, why wouldn't you want like a younger, hotter, richer woman? Yeah, Um, that that's a valid (laughs) question, Jake. That's an incredible point. Um, (laughs) And she was hot too. How I'll I'll, I'll upgrade. Yeah, I mean, all right. Well, you know. Kate was pretty, you know, attractive too. Jake um, finds Kate attractive. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, like lots of babes in the Home Alone verse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Buzz's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Woof. That's yeah. actually a photo of a boy. John, uh, yeah. Chris Columbus was saying, you know, they they had it in the script that Buzz's girlfriend was was hideous, and so he didn't want to make some girl feel bad for the rest Dude, of her that's life. That's really nice. And that's so they nice. put a, a wig on on a couple boys and, and picked yeah. one. So yeah, that's nice. What a, yeah. what a nice thing to do. I like that. It's a wonderful Thanks, story. Thank, thank you, Christopher Columbus. <laughs> wonderful. So something I've always <laughs> kind of thought was funny is. Uh, you know, he, there's a mishap at the drugstore because he gets scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he accidentally, Shoplifter! he accidentally steals a toothbrush. And he's walking home and he's like, he feels so bad. He's like, I'm a criminal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where in two scenes earlier, he blatantly steals money out of his brother's bedroom. Oh, yeah. And doesn't feel bad about that. He also that. destroys the wall <laughs> and like a bunch of stuff. The, the yeah. tarantula, like, um, his boglins fall down. Yeah. And but yeah, so like he, he feels bad for accidentally stealing one little toothbrush when he willingly Buzz his life broke savings. into his brother's room and stole his life savings. <laughs> and well, it's not like I he mean, left it laying around. It's hard he to feel to bad go, for Buzz. He had to go into yeah. his bedroom <laughs> and steal money yeah. from his brother. Um, I see what you're saying. Um, I, I think in his head it was just you know, something that didn't really matter. It was down the hall versus like actual theft from a store. Um, Cause Kevin, like, it's like you said, like he, he actually is a good kid. Like he's good. Mm, he's got a good yeah. heart, you know, um, which you see, I think you see even more in the second one. He doesn't have to like go after the crooks. Uh, we've already established yeah, that, but yeah. he does. He go, he knows that he's, they're going to be at um, 
Duncan's, Duncan's toy, toy chest. chest. So yeah. he goes and he throws the and and he knows they're gonna chase him. So yeah. it puts the just so you just so that they don't steal from the orphans. You know, it's a funny little si- part of Home Alone too. Is is you know when they're counting all like when they're seeing how much money mm-hmm. there is, Harry goes, "Yeah, I wonder why we'd spend so much time driving private private homes." It's like, yeah, like <laughs> you, you know, you, stealing VCRs is only going to get you so far. Like, yeah, yeah go for the yeah. cash. If that you're that also criminal. won't. It doesn't last long because I mean, it's like yeah. They're gonna they're, like you'll you'll have to after a while you can't just give like VCRs with like scratched out serial uh, numbers. People they're not gonna take that. Like yeah, it's like, dude. Th- uh, yeah. Granted, a nineteen ninety v- in, in nineteen ninety VCRs were pretty valuable. Oh uh, yeah 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 true. Um, not everybody had them yet. I mean, I feel like if you if you can rob a bank Some well. Because um, I've heard that like a lot of cr- uh, criminals and true crime stories, they'll talk about ev- even people that work in law enforcement. But yeah, it's pretty easy to rob a bank. I mean, they're insured. The bank doesn't really care that it's losing the cash because they're going to get it back. Um, mm. If nobody gets shot, yeah, um, the the, the, uh, the criminals like, aren't really going to be pursued. Have you, have, have you seen the movie Heat? Oh, yeah. no, but I've heard of. Oh, heard. that's great. Yeah, like that's what Robert De Niro says when they're robbing the bank. He's like, we're not. He's like, uh, he's like, we're not here for your money. We're here for the bank's money. Your money is insured by the federal government. You mm-hmm. know, that's what he like says to calm yeah. everybody down. Yeah, and rationalize. That's a great movie. Dude. It's a dude. No, it's, that, that's it's really good. everything he said is totally true. I mean, it's really, um, yeah. You know, it's like I. I mean, I don't know why we don't rob a bank after we record this show. <laughs> <laughs> They're all closed. It's true. <laughs> Like yeah, tomorrow's it's Christmas, Christmas Eve. It's yeah. about is it Christmas Eve yet? It is. It is. Oh, oh look at that. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are, Merry Christmas Eve and happy yes. holidays Eve. Whatever you're uh celebrating. Kwanzaa yeah. Hanukkah. Yeah, we're we're pretty uh, deep Saturday, into, yeah. into Hanukkah here. And Kwanzaa's I think on the twenty sixth. Celebrating the Yule, the winter solstice. Yeah. Mm. Um, All that good stuff. Whatever you want. I yeah. prefer Christmas. Yeah, um, yeah, man. Anywho, good things, good times. What's next on the? Um, so we have. Um, what is? Just a darn second. We have product placement now. Oh, OG, dude. We have Pepsi. Oh have yeah, Pepsi, American mm-hmm. Airlines. Um, what else? Oh, um, they're, they're, the uh, Grinch. <laughs> I don't know if that's a product. Pla- uh, Ooh, what, what what junk food was he eating? He had some kind of cheesy chips. He had crunch taters from Crun- Lay's. Crunch taters. Yeah, uh, mesquite barbecue flavor. I remember those. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I mostly sadly. remember seeing him gas stations. What did he say? I'm, I'm eating junk and, and watching, watching rubbish. rubbish. Yes. yes. You, you better, better come out and stop me. me. I love eating junk and watching rubbish. Oh, yeah. yeah no, it's, it's, it's one the of the life. best things to do <laughs> in the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the ice cream always looks so good. I think there's like giant marshmallows in it. Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. chocolate Dude, syrup. He, he has a mountain of ice cream. Of course, yeah. you know, when you have a brand new body like Kevin, you can do that and feel fine. I wonder if binging with Babish has made his Sunday. Probably. Jake um, turned me onto this YouTube channel where a guy makes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thing. I know what you're talking about. You know about. this oh, binging dude. with Babish? Dude, yeah. Um, He did Kevin's Famous Chili. He did the elf uh, yeah. spaghetti with 
Oh, the M&Ms. maple syrup. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, and he, he said that actually was like kind of delicious. Yeah. He, he actually just recently got a show with Netflix. I, I don't oh, know really? no way. exactly what All it's right. going to be. If it's Good for him. The same stuff. But, but yeah. Benny with Babish, go check him out on, Dude, yes. on YouTube. Tons of hours of really good free. He does oh. Aunt Meg's uh, dinner from Twister. I'm so happy. Dude, oh, dude, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. The steak yeah, and dude. eggs? Yeah. yeah dude, dude, that. And the mashed potatoes. Honestly, man, steak and eggs is like a meal that I, I think I could eat it every day. And Meg's gravy is practically a food group. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Philip Seymour Dusty. Dusty, yeah. Dude, Dusty was the man. <laughs> the suck zone. I aspire to be him. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and he likes to listen to Deep Purple and Eric Clapton. Yeah, yeah and he's got like the and video, like a TV girl. in there too. But he's not watching. Nobody's no. watching it. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, you know what's funny? I remember thinking like the movie Twister, the tornadoes looked so cool and so real. But like now that... um people are able to capture tornadoes like with their phones dude, and with stuff. dash cam footage dude. there's so much good tornado footage now dude there is um there is a video online of um this guy he's an old man and he's in a house he's on his second story and he's filming a tornado and um it looks like it's just still which the comment section is filled of you know with the obvious oh, like if yeah. you look if you see a tornado Freak. Or no no no! If you look, if you see one and it and it looks like it's not moving, there's a, either it's going directly away from you or it's coming straight at you. Because the thing is, depending on where you are, it can kind of be an illusion. And there are videos that show this. Like, um, the do you remember the Andover, Kansas tornado that happened recently? Mm-mm. There's there's a ton of incredible footage. Um, there's one of a kid in his uh. Filming from his backyard, he dude, it's crazy. You can see this thing, like the cone and everything, and it's just like demolishing houses. And and the thing is, his his uh the fence in his backyard before the funnel even really kind of is is there. The fence blows over, which means that like the 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 winds of like destruction are actually like they're invisible and they're around the funnel, and that's what gets you Mm. before. Like, you think you have some time? Dude, no, you don't. Because it's like when they say, oh, it's a mile wide. Well, the funnel's not, like, the visible funnel, that's not a mile wide. But, like, the wind that's actually causing all the damage, that's what is. But yeah. you can't you can't see that. So this old man, dude, check this. You should check this video out. He's sitting there. The camera's just going. And, you, and you're sitting there thinking, like, what? what he's not talking. Because he's, like, he was old, really old guy. This thing is coming. At the at a certain point, you realize, dude, it's coming straight. It's coming straight for you. It's like, coming straight for us. Soon, soon, you can start to see. You can start to see like the whipping of the wind, like grab these power lines, and then you see the house across the street just slowly disappear. Oh the camera gosh. goes black. It ended up killing his wife and oh injuring no. him. Oh yeah, man. it 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 was a direct dude. It's have y'all never seen this video? I don't think so, dude. It's very haunting. It's very, very. Uh, I'll watch that. It's like he doesn't make a sound. You don't even think anyone's there, but he's just like just this old man just sitting there watching it, and soon like the blackness just it it just engulfs him until the camera finally just gets broken. It's crazy. Hilarious. Um, and th- that's what I mean. Like now, now seeing the the tornadoes and Twister, 
I I look at them and they're still cool. I mean, it's still a cool movie. I like that movie, but like, nah, no, it's just. And when they run away from a an F five that's quite literally like twenty yards <laughs> away from them, <laughs> yeah, maybe the horses could do that, but not them. It's stupid. Still a great movie though. Great movie. Yeah. No disrespect. So, funniest trap. Oh, dude, that's kind of hard. Yeah. Um, I love just because of the scream. I love when uh, Marv steps on the nail <laughs> after the tar <laughs> steps. He's removed his shoes, and uh, the way you see the nail go in, and the way he screams and falls backwards. Yeah, it's like a timber, like a tree falling yeah, over. Uh, that's probably my funniest. Um. Damn, Adam, I might. I might have to jump sh- on board. I Mike? might have to agree with you, man, it's because right. that that sequence. Um, I like also the sound he makes when he slips and falls down the stairs and hits the basement door. And when he's like, oh, yeah, the thing he does with his voice there is so Dude, good. Yes, and and I love how he like tries to pry the door open mm-hmm. and then he just opens it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's like going at it with the crowbar <laughs> and the door jam. So I think my funniest. It's so simple. But when when Marv comes in through the window and just steps on all the glass Dude, ornaments, yes, like he like stomps on them. <laughs> he but, and puts then, like, his feet down so it hard. It wouldn't be that hard to not like. I mean, I get the first w- the initial landing of his uh-huh. feet, but after that, you just tiptoe away. But he keeps stepping on him. Like so, I, <laughs> just I, yeah. Oh, or remember when he like pops that one with his big yeah, yeah the like pine. The it's like in the one. shape of like yeah. a pine cone. Yeah, <laughs> just busts it. Yeah. And, and then he's the, like in still the sound like, it makes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and with the, oh, just oh, like he's still like groaning and oh, and one of them looked real sharp. It looked like yeah. a star, like a three D yeah, yeah, yeah. star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, that no, that's dude, Jake. That is hilarious. <laughs> I remember when I watched it recently. I was I wanted to uh, pinpoint that that moment. I'm glad you did. Daniel Why the hell you take your shoes off? Why the hell you dress like a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that line that being so funny as a kid, and then also <sighs> laughing so hard when when Marv hits Harry with the crowbar. Oh, dude. Oh, the yes. way he hits him, and then, yeah. And then Harry, like, hits Marv with the crowbar a couple times. And I bet Joe Pesci really hit him. <laughs> probably, that probably hurt. Might have been rubber, you know. Maybe, yeah. Uh, you're probably right. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, he goes for Marv, it. Marv, and, it, and, like, it doesn't Marv, look like it affects Marv too I much. Hey, shut How do you like it, you jerk? <laughs> Get the kid. Dude, that... <sighs> yeah, that was that was. Oh, and the scream when he kept <laughs> scream with the spider when he when he puts the tarantula on on uh, oh, on, yeah. on Mar- Mar's face. Yeah, it's just so funny because as a kid in the '90s, you know, Joe Pesci was the guy from Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Oh but yeah. Then I got older and I saw his other movies and I was like, bro, like yeah. he's Joe Pesci. It's weird that he doesn't cuss in this movie. <laughs> yeah, no, just, no, because every other movie he's in, he's just like cocksucking motherfucker. You know. Oh yeah. And like, yeah, there's a really funny line in uh, Goodfellas that's Christmas related when him and, um, you know, Ray Liotta, the main character, they're like lighting this. They're they're soaking this restaurant in kerosene Mm -hmm. for insurance money or something. And they're, you know, as Ray Liotta's doing it, Joe Pesci's just like, (laughs) he's just like. You know, you look like you've decorated a Christmas tree, you fucking prick. 
That's awesome. Joe yeah, Pesci. that's a great movie. And yeah, you're right, man. Joe Pesci, like, he has a very distinct line of films, and and out of nowhere is a, is are these two kids, yeah, kids films where where he's so amazing, still amazing. He is. I think the most lethal trap is the blowtorch to the freaking head. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And how uh, long he waits? He freezes. Deer in the headlights. I mean, it, it happens. It's it's feasible. Feasible. Yeah. Well, and also the way the, the, way the flame me. is coming down, it probably would affect your eyes too, like, oh, and like at, at that point you might react a little quicker. But the thing, like a third degree burn, like that much fire and that intense, just directly on your head, prob- probably instantaneous. Maybe. Oh my gosh! I mean, Cook his brain, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, not, not as. Not as bad as the explosion in the toilet from uh, Home Alone 2, but still yeah. very bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh let's see. Most deadly. Um, I mean, maybe the iron to the face from that he high He had up. so much time um, to move away, just like the He was just curious, you know. What is what is the, this? This <coughs> isn't right. What's happening here? Are we to understand that the iron was turned on and hot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh Kevin, Kevin likes to use heat against his enemies. Yeah, yeah, he uh, does. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think is the most lethal, Mike? Um, so you re- you really do have a good point with the head trauma with, with the iron. I mean, it really like so. Yeah, I mean, and, and we we talked we talked at length about that with the second one with the bricks, but like, and that was even more extreme because you know we also we talked about how Kevin actually rears he back, hurls them, he in, doesn't yeah. drop them, he he straight up chunks them. Um, that would absolutely kill you. I mean, you you would you would seize and you would your your head would probably start pumping blood out, <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, you would spurt. you would die. You you'd be dead, but your body, your nervous system would probably react because of the shock you'd of be, the blood. Uh, be like twitching. Like twitching. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, you'd, you'd, yeah. you'd twitch. Um, I'm not sure if because he didn't he didn't really yank it, but okay. Let, let let's let let's say like if the pointy end yeah. hit him, absolutely, absolutely, that yeah. that would ki- that would kill you. It would be. I think it'd be the same. Twitchy blood everywhere. Same thing. So. Uh, if I had um, to endure one trap, I guess it would be the sticky film with the feathers. I mean, yep. I guess. I, okay, I, I, yeah. agree, I agree. That's that's mine. That's um, mine I, I'll take the BB gun to the groin. What? <laughs> yeah, give it to me. Mad man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. You got it. You can have it. That's so, uh, is, is that your real answer? Yeah, I'm sticking with that. All yeah. right. <laughs> um, so some picking nits. Um, I don't think that their surround sound in the the ninety in 1990 would be that good. Yeah, it's not like they have some Dolby. It, and HD. this is their kitchen TV. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Now, granted, Marv is a moron. Maybe yeah, Harry would have. Maybe Harry would have known. Yeah. Well, we've also got the the. Uh, the but when boy. you watch the movie, though, like it seems pretty damn loud. 
Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, he got the he got like the extra speakers too, and set he, them up in the kitchen. Yeah, I, I uh, mean, okay. Did he? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There, there's there's two of these okay. real big big speakers. Um, the fireworks definitely probably helped too, but yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. another big one I have is like everyone's out of town, like everyone. Yeah, except for Mar uh, Marley, I guess. Yeah, I mean, c- kind of feasible, but highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. Yeah. So there's, there um, they actually there's a deleted scene where like Harry and Marv are talking about it, and they're like, and you know Harry's like, whatever happened to just, you know, sitting around the, the tree in the fire with your family? Everybody <laughs> goes out of town now, and so they're like really driving home that like people go out of town for Christmas now. I yeah. guess it's mm-hmm. this, but this idea that also that that scene ends with them like. They're, they're like judging people for for going out of town, and then they're like, "Well, uh, crowbars up." They're <laughs> 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 like, "Yeah, what's happened to our society?" There's, Anyways, there's a lot of <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of uh, good deleted scenes <laughs> for this. <laughs> um, oh, I have a net. Um, yeah, the pizza boy could have called the cops. After oh, yeah. he absolutely would have told his manager yeah. what happened, and it, they probably would have reported. Hey, that. wait, isn't that that house where uh, there's supposed to be like a kid who's home alone? <laughs> like, you know, it, it all unravels, of mm-hmm. course. But yeah, um, yeah, that that um, the pizza boy thought he was getting shot at. He didn't like do anything about it. Though, now, some know. people gripe about the cop going to the house and then Har- uh, Harry, uh, Kevin hiding and not going to the door uh-huh. but that's actually realistic i think a kid being yeah, yeah. scared well because he just saw old he, man yeah, marley it's right so he thinks that. old man marley is knocking on totally. his door which I, is I scary agree. yeah yeah um i agree no yeah i mean that 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 made sense to me still does so let's see, what are the um i have a tiny little net that um it's it's i mean it's worth it because it's so funny but harry um no marv doesn't look down at all when he's about to step in through the window. Yeah, yeah. And there's all these ornaments just right there. Like, he doesn't even look down to see how far down the floor is. He just, like, both feet, he plants them hard. Yeah, on yeah, no, yeah he straight that's, up slams them. That's where comedy gives you some leeway. Yeah, it's like, absolutely. Well, he's a freaking moron. Yeah. You know? No, like, it's it's totally worth it. But, um, I mean, I, I would I would have looked. Yeah, know? for sure. Mm-hmm. It's like behind the Christmas tree. You don't want to like be stepping on presents and stuff. And mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, it really is a sick thing to do to leave people's water. Oh running. my gosh! So like, imagine not only you got robbed, and and we've established they clean you out. They took they take yeah. it all. Like they take everything. So not only did you get robbed, but they flooded your house. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. In the winter. In mm-hmm. <laughs> in the winter in Chicago. Jeez, that's just like I'm with Harry. I'm like that's a sick that's, thing to it do. Is sick. It is. It, it's Harry. it's completely unnecessary. Like yep. Team Harry. And I I love, <laughs> I love the scene, though when Marv gets in the car and he's just laughing. <laughs> you did yeah. it again, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, he he's so proud of himself. It's just like <laughs> all uh, the great ones have their mark. We're the wet bandits. <laughs> oh, he's such a moron. W E T R. Oh, it's a man. sick thing to do, you know. Yeah. So awesome, <laughs> so awesome. Um, yeah, I know. So it was a pretty stressful for 
you know Chris Columbus and the the cast and well I mean the crew because you know they had good stunt actors they were pretty green though like they didn't have a lot of experience and um the the one of the stunt guys the stunt guy from Marv I believe no for Harry he was like I didn't know how to fall so mm-hmm. I just threw myself in the air just <laughs> and Chris Columbus said that He's like it's it's funny, but like at the time it was we were scared. He said yeah. that they would they would do the the stunt or the take, and then he'd be like, he wouldn't look at the monitor, and he'd be like, "Are they okay?" They'd be like, "Yeah, we're good." And they'd be like, "All right," you know. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. It. And um, so the cinematographer, oh, the guy's name escapes me, but he said he had what was called he was a rookie, and uh, he said he had what he called a, a chicken shit cam mm-hmm. where he was a he was so scared that that he would miss or somehow not be able to use a really good take you know because these these were dangerous things mm-hmm. so he would have like a wide shot just in case mm. but what they quickly realized is that some of those wide shots were gold because you saw the whole thing and there's this like sort of comedic value to like seeing something happen and they fall down and then it cuts to the wide shot of them like laying there or mm-hmm. something. And so they used that wide shot thing a lot. Uh, and it ended up, it ended up kind of making the movie a lot better. Oh, that's great. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Happy little accidents, you know? Yeah. That's so yeah. really elevates something. So this movie started off. Um, a lot of people don't know this. This started off as a Warner brothers picture. At a modest budget of ten mil, ten million dollars. Uh, to which, so, to put that into perspective, some of the movies of the late eighties, you know, you have Who Framed Roger Rabbit had a budget of seventy million, around there, Dude, and that special be, because it was like, both live action yeah. and animation. Yeah, I think Back to the Future was around the forty mil range. Uh, Batman was only fifteen mil, which. It's surprising. Wow. Um, and then Warner Brothers wanted to do this for 10. Now, Hughes and Chris Columbus were like, ah, can we get a little more, you know, mm-hmm. work with us a little bit? So they were really trying to do 10, and they were kind of close. And Warner Brothers gave them the axe. Mm-hmm. So but oh. what happened was John Hughes knew a guy at Fox, and – and uh, he worked out a, a deal, you know, kind of under the table. Back back alley kind of stuff. Yeah, like barely legal. And uh, so what happened was Warner Brothers gives them the axe, and then they, they just fire everybody. But mm. then uh, there's a guy going through the building. They were filming yeah. in a high school, and, yeah. like, everybody was set up in, in places in the high school. And this guy was, like, going through and telling everybody that they were getting shut down. Yeah. And and so like the only there were only a couple people that knew about the Fox deal. So like, I guess John Hughes, this one other guy, and I guess uh, Chris Columbus. Anyways, they would go tell people who just got fired, like, "Hey, we're good. Don't leave. We're on. We're on." <laughs> so we're at Fox it was now. like a really <laughs> weird shady. <shift. laughs> but then Fox had it, and uh, they they gave like him a 15, bit more money, like fifteen, sixteen mil. Around there, um, the Batman budget. 
So, uh, hey, Warner <laughs> Brothers, uh, screw you. Too bad. We, uh, yeah. we almost didn't get this movie because of you, and we yeah. did, and you didn't make any money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't make any money. So, that's got to sting. Snooze you lose. Oh, my gosh. And this was number one for so long, like yeah. months, it was 16 weeks or something like that. Juggernaut. Awesome. Yeah. De- deservedly so. Money, money, money. Extremely enjoyable. Still enjoyable. Yeah, man. Money, um, money, money. Do we have any more segments uh, other than rating it? Well, we have um, what item or prop from this movie would you keep? Um, can I say the silver tuna, the whole house? Like, I mean, I guess that's too much. But I mean, you let me could. Think, let me think. Yeah, the home itself is pretty awesome. It's very G. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, the crystal glasses on the airplane. That's a good one, actually. Um, yeah, I know. That's pretty good. Jeez, um, man. I don't know. I was thinking like one of the toys. Um, when I was a kid, I was one of the BB gun. Um, you should watch this movie called A Christmas Story. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> um, man, I don't know. Uh I I might be at a loss for this. And Jake, do you have any? Um, I think either Marley's shovel or Harry's gold tooth. <laughs> My gold tooth. My gold tooth. And then Peter McAllister makes it. He's like he makes like uh, he like lifts his lip like he he kind of knows it's a tooth. And he's like, "Honey, what's this?" Yeah, he yeah yeah it's it, yeah it's it's like, it's like it makes him. Yeah, it's like, yeah it, it, it's I, I I like his reaction because it seems like he's really given <coughs> some thought to what is this where could it come from? Yeah, um, dude, I don't know, man. Um, maybe one of the station wagons that's still there in the open garage. Mm. There's two of them. Yeah. Can I have one? You can. Yeah. Yeah, I can drive and try and be king of the road. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, man. Um. Let's rate it. Man. Five presents. If I could go higher, I would. This is definitely the iPod. Definitely the iPod. This is the iPod. This is the office version of a white elephant gift exchange. This, this is Ryan's iPod. This is Ryan iPod holding video. the iPod. Yes. iPod video, yeah. Or Pam holding the iPod. And then she Roy saying, I'm going yeah. to save a buttload of money. Um, he's like, yeah, no, I don't have to buy you one of these. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> yeah, no, he uh, was a loser. But you know, the funny thing is, I bet he actually got paid okay. Cause remember, remember when uh, Michael was talking to uh, um, Roy about what he makes, and and he and he showed him, Michael showed showed him his paycheck, and he started laughing because he was like, dude, that's like barely. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think he was like, I, I do. I make a little bit more than you. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, when uh, when Roy loses a little bit of weight and has a beard in like season four, dude looks good in a beard, man. He does. He's a handsome fella. No, he does. What's his name again? What's that guy's name? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, screw him. Well, guys, I uh, this is the end of our Home this Alone is. run here. I've uh, I've got a little something for each of you here. Ooh. Oh no, you don't, Adam. 
Are you serious? Well, it's, it's Christmas. And, Are you uh, serious? Oh, my goodness. Dude, Adam. Mike and Jake. I was All not right. expecting right, anything. We're, we're, we're about to open I feel gifts. like a heel for not <laughs> getting you something. The sound. Well, of I'm it. just going to open mine. I'm gonna, so. Yeah, let's open. Um, little arts and crafts here. No way. You guys... He got us a talk. It's a miniature talk boy. Yeah, this is a this is actually a Christmas ornament that I 3D printed. Oh my um, god! Oh, and Mike, did yours fall apart a little bit there? It's okay. We can we That's can fix it. Right? I've still got the stuff out. <laughs> oh, Mike's microphone came off. Well, mine did too, but it's oh, okay. okay. Dude, I wish we'll post pictures of it on on our socials. Yeah, I am. Dude, Careful, Adam. you might get a little paint on your fingers because I just made Ooh, these oh today. Boy, I just smelled that. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, I just got high. That's so great. I'm going to set it down. That is the best. I'm going to hang that on my tree forever. Might, might need a paper towel or something. I'm seriously oh, later, but that's, that's <laughs> this is seriously going to be like my ornament. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Adam find a way to put has been 3D printing, and he 3D printed Jake and I. Uh, replicas, small, tiny replicas of the talk boy. Um, Gosh, the paint's still we will post these <laughs> on, uh, oh, okay. on, um, on the Twitter. Adam, this is really incredible, man. This is, this is outstanding. Um, yeah, I wish I'd thought of it, uh, a day or two earlier and they could, they could be dry. See, you guys both have like paint on your fingers. Sorry about that. No, but, no, uh, no that's that's awesome. But, you know, Merry Christmas, up. guys. Thank you, Adam. Merry Christmas. Do Jake, you Merry Christmas. Make one for yourself? Not yet. I will, okay. but um, but I had to get these ones done. You Very know. nice. Um, yeah, gentlemen, you both did fabulous work for this series. This series has been an absolute pleasure and a joy. Even though most of the movies in the Home Alone franchise are terrible. Um, that's okay because it's all worth it for the very first two. Um, yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've been very happy to bring you, um, Home Alone Rewind on, on, on 1990 What. This has been a real pleasure to go through, uh, some incredible films, um, from the decade. Uh, we, we enjoy this very much and we plan on continuing to do it. I don't know if we, have we already discussed or announced the next we we definitely talked most about doing Alien next. Yeah, I'm down. I think it came to a consensus that we would, and um, so we'll, we'll figure and that out. We don't out have a holiday attached to it, so we can take as long as we <laughs> yeah. want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that will be nice. Um, not to have to, you know, have such a hard yeah. schedule to hit. Well, we don't want to <laughs> keep it. We don't want to keep it waiting too long. No, we we'll want to do at least like you know close to weekly. Yes. Yeah. Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, we, yeah, folks. So we won't leave um, y'all hanging. Yeah. We we um we we love the Alien franchise, and so that is what we're gonna do. And although the uh, franchise did not start in the '90s, uh, several of uh, the films were done so, and it was still quite relevant in the decade. And uh, <coughs> so we're excited to bring you that. But um, yeah, as we close the um, Home Alone. I just want to say it's been it's been a real pleasure. It's been a great uh, great memory. Great great things to talk about. E- even even the bad ones, you know, those were they were they were still good shows. They were enjoyable shows. Good together and and uh, shit on the on the on the on the bad films. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, <coughs> in the spirit of the uh, of the movies itself, folks, remember 
it's okay if you're a bit of a troublemaker. It's okay if you're a little bit misunderstood. It's okay if you're the oldest and an asshole. It's okay if you're, um, you know, if you grew up in the hood. Um, did, you, did you hear? Did you hear me rhyme just now? I rhymed. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I did. Maybe that. you're from the hood. I certainly am not. Me, me from the hood. Oh, I'm sorry. That's just, uh, it's just so funny. <laughs> oh gosh! Can you imagine? <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> oh God, I would kill myself. Uh, uh, oh, that's very true. Um, no, I'm f- far from it, thank Christ. Ugh. Ugh. For all of you that are living there, f- get out. I mean, I assume it's terrible. It certainly looks like shit <laughs> from up here on the hill. Um, yeah, just leave. You can just, ah, just, come on, just ma- work ma- harder. Make more money. What are you doing? Seriously. <laughs> anyway, oh, I'm just kidding. Um, are there no poor houses? <laughs> are there... Are there no poor houses? (laughs) What is wrong with Uh, us? Are there no prisons? Oh, we're evil. Someone rather die. If they're going to die, then they better do it and decrease the surplus population. And I've really never agreed with anything more, to be honest with you. Um, Anyway, (laughs) I'm holding the mic because I got paint on my hands. That's okay. Adam, these are are incredible. I'm very excited. Um, No, folks... um, yeah, so bundle up. There's a winter storm where we are here in Texas and a lot of uh, um, the uh, upper 48. And uh, I think in other parts of the world, too, it's it's getting cold. Um, man, there's a lot going on in the world that are, it's a little bit displeasing. Some stuff makes you real sad. Um, uh, I don't know, man. If you feel like paying attention, do so. But, I, it, again, you know, give yourself a break. You know, take some time to... Be with people, talk with people, even if it's small talk and annoying. And also, go easy on the Pepsi. Drink some water, you know? It's true. Hydrate. Um, It's okay to drink a little sugar here and there, but, you know, um, take care of yourself, you know? Yeah. Drink some eggnog instead. (laughs) That's really healthy. (laughs) Not only does it have sugar, but a hell of a lot of fat. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And salt. So Very it sticks to uh, eggnog cool. is great. I'm I'm lactose intolerant, so I can't drink real eggnog. I have to drink almond nog. I gotta be honest, still very good. Um, or lactate. Lactate is a brand that is um, lactate's good. It's it's a it's a dairy it's a dairy milk from cows, but there is a compound that is taken out so that it is lactose free. Um, it's pretty good, and they also make an eggnog version. I'll probably go and buy some. You might at, um, still fart. But yeah. not not as much. Yeah, you won't be blocked up for days, which is what I which my my concern would be. So if you are lactose intolerant out there, folks, and you still want to enjoy, just be the, more tolerant. That's just true. it's so really your attitude. Yeah. yeah, you know, that's yeah. right. Right. Yeah, but you can. Um, all right, folks. Well, uh, yeah. Again, this has been an absolute pleasure, <laughs> and um, stay Ooh. tuned. Join us for Alien, Alien Rewind. Alien Rewind, and um, man, those are, that's going to be cool. But uh, we hope you enjoyed um, this wonderful journey of Home Alone. If you haven't, man, if you have not seen the first or second, dude, what are you doing? It'd be weird to listen to this. What are you doing? (laughs) Um, Give give it a watch. Uh, Yeah, folks, 
that's that's it. We, we man, this has been an absolute pleasure, gentlemen. Again, both my hosts here. You guys have done a fantastic job. Absolutely fantastic. You made this show really spectacular. When, when we, even when we talked about doing it, I was excited, and then when we started doing it, it it was such a joy, such a joy yeah. to do this. And you guys, uh, yeah, man, you, you've uh, you've made you've made it great, made it made it perfect. Um, yeah, so from all of us here at 1990 What in the Rewind section, uh, I am Michael. Jacob Jones is me. And I'm Adam. And we do want to miss you. Yeah, yeah, I just said miss you. Let's start over the whole show. Sorry. All right, redo. Now, now folks, um, uh, we want to wish you a very, very happy holidays. Merry Christmas, all of that stuff. And um, sleep tight. Good night.